I mean, the point is there's a ton of things that you can add to your health to-do list. But let's narrow it down to just five areas that have the biggest impact on your health and on your metabolism. Welcome to Rev Your Metabolism with Alicia Murphy. I'm Alicia, your host, creator of Stress Monkey Fitness, The Rev Method, and your go-to health coach for being super fit and unstoppable after 40. With 15 years of rocking the fitness and nutrition industry, plus overseeing the wellness program for a major shoe company, I'm here to share my knowledge with you. Are you ready to join me on an exciting journey to restore your metabolism, boost your health, and turn back the aging clock? On this podcast, we'll unlock the secrets to boundless energy, burning more fat naturally, and feeling confident in your own skin. Get ready to soak up simple yet powerful strategies that will transform your health and fitness game. These tips will be a game changer, so hang on to your hats and glasses. And do not forget to hit that follow button so you won't miss any of our amazing tips and tricks. All right. Let's rev it up. Rever, hello, it's me, Alicia. Are you ready to take your metabolism to the next level? Listen, if you've been struggling to boost your metabolism, or maybe life has just kind of been throwing extra challenges your way lately, buckle up because I've got a fantastic solution for you. And before we jump into this week's episode, go get on your walking shoes and get in your steps. Let's walk and talk as I share this really, really cool metabolic boosting blueprint with you. So in this week's episode of the Rev Your Metabolism podcast, I'm thrilled to introduce you to the incredible 54321 method. Again, your ultimate metabolism blueprint boosting blueprint. It's a little bit hard to say that. Give it a try. Boosting blueprint. Okay. I will be breaking down each component of this method in today's episode. And I'm going to guide you through the process step by step so that you maximize your results. Knowledge is power. Am I right? And I'm here to empower you on your metabolic journey. I sound so fancy, don't I? But wait, there's more. I've specially created a downloadable cheat sheet to go hand in hand with this episode. With this handy resource, you're going to have all the key points and strategies right at your fingertips. So to get your hand on that cheat sheet, all you have to do is go to stressmonkey.com slash 54321. And remember, Stress Monkey is spelled with two E's rather than E-Y. So that's stressmonkeyee.com <laughs> slash 54321. I'm also going to link it up in the show notes for you. So you can, always, you can always go to the link there. Okay, ready to transform your metabolism? I mean, that's why you're here, the name of this podcast. Hello, Rev Your Metabolism. Um, okay, so let's... Get into this, get those metabolic flames a burning brighter than ever. 
So like I said, I'm going to take you through each of the components. But before we get started in this, I just have to ask you a question. It's so confusing, isn't it? There's so much conflicting information out there when it comes to health and getting in shape. And it might leave you wondering, okay, I mean, what's, what's the real deal? Questions might come up, things like, are carbs evil? Are amaranth, farro, and bulgur food? Because they sound more like European cities. What exactly is spirulina, and why in the world would I put that in my smoothie? <laughs> the point is, there's tons of things you can add to your health to-do list. But today, I'm going to narrow it down to five areas that will have the biggest impact on your health, the shape you're in. So whether your goal is just to boost your metabolism, boost your health, lose some fat, and remember... We want to lose fat, so let's stop saying weight loss, right? We don't want to lose muscle. We want to lose fat. So let's start by going over the five areas of impact that make up the method, and then we'll talk about the specifics of the 54321 method and how, how you can apply it to your life. So area number one is going to be walking. Okay, why walking? Well, it improves your mood, improves your digestive system, can help alleviate joint pain, help you sleep better. I think we need to throw in a fact or fiction here because I want to make sure you've been paying attention to previous episodes. Shall we? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Fact or fiction. Leisurely paced walking lowers the stress hormone cortisol. Is that fact or fiction? That is a fact. We talked about that in the last episode called the fascinating link between cortisol and your metabolism. Leisurely paced walking is one of the only forms of exercise that actually lowers the stress hormone cortisol. So let's get into the nitty gritty. And when I say that, I'm going to talk about why I think that you should be incorporating walking. And this is based on science, okay? It's not just my opinion. But these are like really deep reasons connected to walking and your metabolism, specifically the hormones that rule your metabolism. So walking balances your blood sugar. That is a big effing deal. Remember, Blood sugar is linked to so many different things I don't think most people realize, but we really want to be doing activities that help to balance the blood sugar. It helps your body to need less insulin. Remember, insulin is sometimes called the fat storage hormone, and we're not saying that insulin is bad, but too much insulin is bad. And a lot of Americans are struggling with something called insulin resistance. So walking is going to help your body to need less insulin, which is very, very good. Walking aids in fat loss. Another great thing about walking is you you can't overwalk like you can overtrain. Your body wants to be doing a lot of walking. Our body is built for a lot of walking. 
But what I see with a lot of people over 40 is they're working out too much. They're overtraining. They're overdoing it. And then that's going to cause chronically elevated levels of the stress hormone cortisol. And again, in episode nine, we talk about all the things, the backlash of what can happen when you have too high of cortisol too often. And then the last thing about walking that is fantastic is it boosts your immune system function, right? This is why I want you listening to me explain these cool things to you. I love walking and talking with you, right? Okay. So here's the science. Let's talk about the research. A Harvard health study of over 1,000 men and women found that those who walked at least 20 minutes five days per week had 43% fewer sick days per year. Remember what I just said, that walking helps to boost your immune system. So that's pretty significant. 20 minutes, five days a week, 43% fewer sick days per year. And that's coming out of Harvard. Here is uh, some more research. A Time Magazine article cited a study that revealed a 30-minute walk will increase natural killer cells. That's a good thing, okay? And it will also increase white blood cells and other immune system warriors, okay? So that's, that's fantastic news. All right, so area number one is walking. Area number two we're going to talk about is strength training. So why strength training? Well, lowered risk of injury, improved symptoms of anxiety and depression, increased flexibility and mobility, it strengthens your bones, boosted brain health, it is a pillar of longevity, and I I think now's a great time to do another fact or fiction. All right, again, I've talked about this in previous episodes, so let's see if you've been paying attention. Fact or fiction. If you take a person who has low muscle, right, low lean muscle next to somebody who has normal lean muscle or above average, okay? So you got person A, low lean muscle, person B, normal lean muscle. What percentage in the person with the low lean muscle, what percentage does their all-risk mortality go up compared to the person that has normal lean muscle? And remember, all-cause all mortality is just means all causes of death, okay? So how much the person with low lean muscle, how, what percentage does their risk of all-cause mortality go up? Fact or fiction? It goes up 75%. So a person with low lean muscle mass is this fact or fiction. Their risk of all-cause mortality goes up 75% compared to somebody that has normal lean muscle. That is fiction. And get ready. Hold on. Hold on because you're going to get your mind blown right here. It's actually 150%. A person with low lean muscle, their risk of all-cause mortality goes up 150% compared to somebody that has enough lean muscle. 
Whoa. You know, it's funny. That took me a really long time to ask you that question, didn't it? Hi, Alicia. Okay, anyways, I mean, I've said this before, and if you've never heard it, I hope you're like, oh my goodness, we need to be strength training, my sweet rever. It's very important, okay? So here's the nitty gritty on strength training. It releases, when we strength train, releases human growth hormone and testosterone. All right, ladies, don't be like testosterone. Yes, we have testosterone, and we need it to build muscle. So human growth hormone and testosterone, those two things get released. That's major fat burning time. Strength training can reshape your body. And strength training means more muscle, which means a higher and more efficient metabolism. More muscle means you can burn more calories every time you move, three times as much as fat. And more muscle, better blood sugar balance. We talked about that in episode eight. And more muscle, guess what else? Less insulin needed. And I'm not going to explain that again because I already did. Okay, so area one's walking. Area two, strength training. Area three, blood sugar balancing nutrition. Why? It helps keep our brain healthy. It stabilizes our energy levels so that our energy is more consistent. It helps to keep your mood balanced. It improves your sleep quality. Here's the nitty gritty on this. It lowers the risk for many diseases. So when you are eating blood sugar balancing nutrition, you're going to lower your risk for many diseases. It improves immune system function. It improves organ health. It aids in hormonal balance. Remember, regulated blood sugar is going to aid in hormonal balance, okay? And here we go again. The body needs less insulin, and it will burn more fat. You likey? Do you likey? Okay. Again, I'm sitting here by myself. Sometimes I just got to entertain myself and... Anyways, let's just move on. Okay, so quick recap. Number one is walking. Number two is what? That's right, strength training. And number three is blood sugar balancing nutrition. Area number four is adequate hydration. Why? Okay, even low-level dehydration can cause fatigue. It can reduce, when when you are hydrated, it can reduce the amount of oxidative stress that occurs during intense exercise. Let's not get too wrapped in what that means, but basically oxidative stress is something that happens to our cells. Um, So obviously I'm not telling you to not exercise. We want to exercise, but if you are hydrated, it's going to reduce the amount of oxidative stress that happens during intense exercise. It also improves brain function. That's right. You got to drink your water. You got to chug a lug, little baby bug. All right, here's the nitty-gritty on hydration. It also helps in hormonal function. And dehydration can cause blood sugar to rise. Yep. It helps you to feel full so that you eat less if your goal is fat loss. And it can also boost your metabolic rate. I know, that's a good one. And then area number five, okay? Zen Monkey Daily. Manage your shizzle, stress management, all right? Zen monkey daily. And the thing that bothers me about this is 
you know this already, right? You hear it all the time. We hear all the time how stress is harmful for us and stress can make you fat and yada, yada, yada. And yet, many people are so wrapped up in what workouts should I do? What should I eat? And I'm like, okay, if you think that stress is an issue, you should start there. Because if you're overly stressed and your cortisol levels are chronically high, you could have the perfect diet and the perfect workout plan. And you're not going to see the results you're wanting because of those constantly high cortisol levels. So again, you know, you got to take this seriously. Zen monkey daily. Doesn't have to take a lot of time. I'm going to do a whole episode about how you can train your body to be more stress resilient because it is a thing. It does exist. But in the last episode, again, we talked about cortisol. I mentioned um, how simple it can be to do Zen monkey daily. So examples, self-care, stress management, right? Joy. Do you ever just think like, hmm, this week, what can I do that, that brings me joy? I bet you don't. Let's change that. All right, kitty cat, shall we? Rest and recovery is a form of Zen monkey. Sleep is a form of Zen monkey. Okay, so why should we be focusing on Zen monkey daily? Well, it's a way to control the stress hormone cortisol, which you already know this influences other hormones. All right? Stress equals a rise in blood sugar, which then leads to insulin being released, which then leads to fat storage. And again, I'm not going to go through this whole thing because I just talked about it in the last episode. So if you want to hear how that exactly happens, just go listen to episode nine. And lastly, it improves your immune function, right? When you are not stressed all the time in a negative way, it improves your immune function. All right, here here we go. Here's a question for you. What do these five areas have in common? And again, you can go grab that cheat sheet if if you don't want to have to sit here and try to remember all this, all right? It's very simple little cheat sheet just to kind of jog your memory because I'm about to teach you the 54321 method. All right, so, but first, what do these... What do all these areas have in common and why is this such a good way to boost your metabolism, to ignite fat burning, um, to improve your health? Well, okay, here we go. Here's all the things that, that these five have in common. They all help to stabilize your blood sugar. They all increase your insulin sensitivity, meaning your body will need less insulin. They all improve your immune system. They all increase metabolic function. They all improve hormonal function, and they all increase the body's ability to use fat as a fuel source. What do you think? You liking this? You want you want me to go explain it to you how how to do the five, four, three, two, one method? Okay. The first thing I want to say before I get into this is you don't have to do all these things. Um. If you're not doing any of these things, I suggest you start with just one, maybe follow it for a few weeks and then add another one and so on. There is this really cool image and I wish I had a way to show it to you right now, but obviously 
I'm talking, right? You're not going to be able to see this. But I'm going to explain it to you because it's a really great visual on why taking small steps will get you farther in the long run. Because what, what we see is people who try to overhaul everything at once, they can't stick with it, and then they throw in the towel. Whereas if you're just doing small little baby steps a year from now, you could literally have transformed your health, your body, your energy levels, all of that. Okay, so imagine two ladders going up to the sky. Okay, and one ladder, the rungs, is that what it's called? The rungs that you step on in the ladder? Okay, so well, that's if I'm wrong, you can laugh. That's cool, but that's what I'm going to call it. So on one ladder, the rungs are very close. So the little steps are very, very close. So so the guy on that side is taking these little teeny tiny steps, right? And then the ladder on the right is these ginormous distance in between each rung, each step on the ladder, and he can't even reach the first step because it's so far. But the guy with the little tiny steps on his ladder, he's almost all the way to the top. Does it make sense? Baby steps equal big results. All right. So let's dig into this. So this is just a starting point, this method. You could start here. And again, this is such a great way if you're just like really busy and you're like, I literally need somebody to just tell me what to do. Okay, this is a good place to start. Or maybe your life is super busy and you don't want to overthink it. So here we go. Five, five walks per week. And I would recommend 20 minutes, at least 20 minutes, five walks per week. And if you can only fit in two 10-minute walks in one day, that's fine. But let's aim for at least 20 minutes, five days per week. That's five. Four, four meals per day. And I don't want to say meals. Let me change that. Four you're going to eat four times per day. That's going to be three meals and then either a midday snack, a mid-afternoon snack, or dessert right after dinner, okay? Don't wait for too long. It has to do with blood sugar balance. So you're going to eat four times per day. And again, you can just download the cheat sheet. This is on there. Four times per day. That means three meals and either a mid-afternoon snack or you can have dessert after dinner, okay? And then three is three strength training sessions per week. If you are not currently strength training, I would lower that to two days, two times a week. But we're going to say what we're shooting for is three strength training sessions per week, and they don't have to be long. Ten minutes, man, okay? Or woman. And then two is two liters of water per day, okay? And one is Zen Monkey Daily. Zen Monkey Daily. Okay, now you make it yours. Where are the gaps? Where, where are you not doing this? Just pick one and start with that. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, before you go, I want to dig deeper on a couple of things. Um, I want to dig deeper on blood sugar balancing nutrition. So here are some specifics. And again, I've included a lot of this on that, on the cheat sheet stressmonkey.com slash 54321 or just scroll down to the show notes and you can click to get to get to download it there. All right, so here's a checklist for your blood sugar balancing nutrition. Eat within a 10 to 12 hour window. I would start with 12 hours. 
So all your calories are within a 12-hour window. So I'm saying 10 to 12 hours. Okay? On non-active days, so on days where you are not strength training, and again, this is for somebody who need, who, who's like, listen, I need to improve my blood sugar balance. I am insulin resistant. I cannot seem to lose any weight. I'm noticing extra belly fat. This is for you, okay? On non-active days, only include starchy carbs with one meal. I don't care which meal. Let's not, let's not get ticky-tacky because I know you're going to ask me that. Don't care. But on non-active days, only include starchy carbs with one meal meal. Okay. What is starchy carbs? Potatoes, rice, bread, pasta. Okay. Next, get fiber at every meal. Okay. So veggies, chia seeds, flax seeds, avocado, raspberries, lentils. And then finally, on this checklist for the nutrition is try not to snack between meals. Allow for four hours in between meals for digestion and insulin levels to return to normal, okay? So three to four hours in between meals. There we go. Now let's dig deeper on strength training, okay? Here's a, here's a, here's a fact or fiction. Are you ready? Fact or fiction. I got it. I, I know I keep telling you I'll stop singing. I don't know. Just something comes out of me when I say fact or fiction. All right. Fact or fiction. Strength training includes weights, resistance bands, or body weight. Fact or fiction. Strength training includes weights, resistance bands, or even body weight. Yeah, that's a fact. Especially if you're just starting out, body weight is gonna is gonna be great for you. Okay, don't overthink it. Just do it. Movement of multiple joints. And again, this is on the cheat sheet. So grab it. Movement of multiple joints when when we're doing our strength training. That means squats, deadlifts, push-ups, blending exercises like when you do a um, it's called a push press. It's, you're kind of halfway squatting and then you push the weights up over your head, right? Um, so multiple joint exercises, just think like a bicep curl is not a multi multiple joint exercise. Um, a squat is because you're using more than one joint, right? Here's another thing. Warm and winded. When you are strength training, you want to be warm and winded, right? You, you want to be breathy. You want to work up a sweat. Your muscles are burning, right? You don't need to be like, you know, have your muscles burning the whole time, but you want to get to that point when you're doing your reps. So if you feel like you could do this workout for an hour or more, then it's not intense enough, my little jammer. I don't know. I don't know what that means, but, but this is what I'm saying. If you're able to do a workout for an hour, you need to make it more intense. I'd rather you work out for 10 minutes than work out for a whole hour, um, half-assing it, trying to slug your way through it, okay? And then don't overthink it in the beginning. Just here's a big thing that I teach in my class. Don't focus on burning calories, 
right? Focus on getting stronger. So when you are working out, I want you to think in your head, I need to get stronger, all right? Every time you're doing your exercise, think I'm getting stronger. That is what I want you to think. All right, so this is what you're gonna do. Just pick an area to focus on for a month if you're not doing any of these things and then move on to another area to focus on for a month and so on, all right? Um, and I, I do have something exciting coming out. I'm going to, in the beginning of January, where, uh, you know, Thanksgiving's tomorrow for us here in the U.S. of A. Um, when this episode comes out, it will be tomorrow. But I do have a really cool 21-day program that I'm going to be launching in January, the beginning of January. So you're going to want to uh, keep coming back to hear more about that. But for now, this 54321 method is just a great little blueprint, a great place to start. Or again, if you're just like, oh, life is kicking me in the arse right now, then, you know, just follow this blueprint. Okay? You got it? Listen, I absolutely love seeing you here every week. And I need to ask you a big favor before you go. If you're digging this podcast, if you're enjoying our time together, because I love our time together. It's so helpful for me if you could either rate, and I mean, give me five stars, will you? You can either rate this podcast or leave me a review even if you have time. It really, really helps this podcast to get in front of more people. And, you know, of course, of course, I'll love you forever. All right. Thanks for walking and talking with me. And I hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving holiday if you are here in the U.S. Um, Maybe if you're listening to this after Thanksgiving, well, then I hope you have a fantastic tomorrow, whatever day it is for you. All right, Rever, I will talk to you next 